Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. It's it's this act of selflessness that you got to really like embrace. You know, like I feel like I've been trained my whole life being surfing professionally. Like you're all about yourself. It's you you got to win or the other guy wins. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Attentive Fatherhood on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Bradley Hasemeyer. Each week, I bring you honest and hilarious conversations with men from all types of backgrounds. But at the end of the day, we all just want to be better dads. Hello, AFers, and welcome to the show. Question. Do you remember what it was like just five weeks into being a dad while also running your own business? Only Chase Wilson, CEO of Bird Hair, can talk about that. But first, welcome to episode seven of season two. Can you believe it? Already episode seven. If you are new to the show, so glad you're here. Extra special welcome. I'd encourage you to go back. There's a bunch of amazing interviews with hilarious dads telling awesome stories, dropping some real truth bombs about fatherhood, and I'm sure you can relate to those as well. So make sure you check out season one and the rest of season two. I'm already lining up guests for season three, which is so exciting. I can't wait to tell you about the roster. I've got some big dads, some heavy hitters. It's going to be amazing. To know about this, you got to be subscribed. You got to be following us on Instagram at Attempting Fatherhood, subscribing to the show. And like I always say, the most important thing is to share the show. Text your dad friends, post on Facebook, tag friends, whatever. Just let's keep getting the word out and keep loving dads like yourself. Okay, this week, Chase Wilson. He's a former pro surfer, a model, cooler than you and me together combined. He lives in Newport Beach, California, and he decided to start his own business. Yeah, that's right. You may recognize his business. He's the CEO of Bird Hair. Does that brand sound a little familiar? Yes, that is the same Bird Hair that I talk about on the show, offering you 15% off with code BIRDAF. That's B-Y-R-D-A-F. They make amazing products made in California. It's all helping you dads look slick. So as a way to support the show, originally I approached Chase before the show even started. And I was like, who would be you know, someone who could partner with me. This is a new show. I don't have any listens. You know, normally with these types of podcasts, you go to a brand and you say, you know, I've got uh, 1 million listeners. I've got 100,000 downloads. I'm, you know, I'm getting Barack Obama. Like you have these elements that would entice a brand to say, okay, that's worth an investment. And Chase was like, I just love the idea. I know you have no listens. I know this is from scratch. I know you're doing it on your own. And so I was really super excited to bring them on board. So of course, who am I going to interview for my final dad episode for season two? Chase himself. You'll hear during the interview, he's only five weeks into fatherhood. He is so fresh, so clean. It's ridiculous how like just, it could be because he doesn't have much sleep, uh, but we do the interview in his daughter's nursery because ironically, that was the quietest place in the house at the time. Uh, And he brought up some stuff that I think if you're a brand new dad, you'll totally connect with. If you're a dad who's got kids who are older, you'll remember how frustrating, difficult, annoying, amazing, miraculous, all of that wound into just your first early days, right? You remember problems maybe with your wife latching during breastfeeding or, or, you know, your sleep, wake up, sleep, wake up. You don't even know what time it is. And then the deeper stuff, right? Like identity, all of a sudden your life has changed 
you know, you know, you're faced with your own selfishness. I know I was, uh, people are coming over. They want to see the baby. You're exhausted. How do you entertain people? So we talk about that. We also talk about how he didn't or doesn't really feel ready. I think a lot of dads feel that. And also for him specifically, he's balancing his work, which he's very involved with as a very hands-on startup CEO that needs daily attention. But also, you know, he's got a family now. He's got a baby. He's got to support his wife as well during this time. So it's a lot. Uh, He comments on his struggles. They were really honest. And I was really humbled that he would bring that honesty to the table. All right. His dad's stats are pretty simple. He's been married for just over two years. He has a five-week-old daughter, and he lives in Newport Beach, California. You can, of course, follow Chase at Mr. Bird. That's M-Y-S-T-E-R-B-Y-R-D. I see what he did there with the I's and the Y's. On Instagram, you can also listen to him right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, attempting fatherhood this week is Chase Wilson. I, I shaved I shaved for you today. <laughs> <laughs> I came. I came out of my grizzly state. Oh man, <laughs> to, it's a good I look. Could, I couldn't go on video being the owner of a grooming company and not practice what I preach. You know, looking slick every day. So absolutely. Now, do you run into this issue? Like, does your wife actually prefer some stubble and beard? And you feel conflicted, as you said, as the owner of a grooming company, that you've got to look slick? Because sometimes for 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 auditions, for acting, one of the things you'll say is like, "Okay, I'm I'm located in Georgia. I can work locally. Yes, I will shave." That's that's always a question that you have to to answer. And Kirsten, my wife, is like, "If you get this role." And you have to shave. You have to go away for about three days afterwards and let the stubble come back because clean, shorn <laughs> Bradley is not something she's interested in. So do you have that that struggle at home? Not as bad as you, but yeah, I, I, I mean, she likes my baby face, but also I think it's it's she's more more about the stubble too, for sure. Yeah, there's just something about but it. For me, I just, you know, I can't grow a beard like you, so it's, it's pretty sorry. <laughs> hey, you know um, what? Turn that frown upside down. If you work hard enough you too can grow a beard like bradley Um, well my question to start off with how in the hell are you doing how far into dad life are you right now how much sleep are you getting all of that fill me in yeah i'm i'm in the thick of it right now for sure so we're we're about five weeks into it right now i can't even keep track but yeah so friday's her friday's the mark six is mark six weeks so um, she was born July 9th and we're hanging in there, you know, we're, we're learning as we go and it's definitely been a sink or swim type scenario <laughs> situation, but, um, we're loving it and loving every second of it and just soaking it up as a family. So, um, you know, my, my wife and I joke that we're, we still feel like kids ourselves. So how are we going to parent? But it's one of those things where I think, you know, you, you can't really teach yourself and no amount of videos or, or tutorials from the hospital before the baby can, can, you know, get you up to speed on how to parent or especially not the hospital. Yeah. Those tutorial videos. I was like, is this a joke? Who's, who's making these? This is, this is parenting in a perfect vacuum. There's no such thing as that. And they were crappily shot. And this was at Cedar sinai in LA, like the, the hub of media activity. I thought we would have something with, with maybe some sun flares in there. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, and like, you know, the wife or the mom is, is perfectly taking the baby and breastfeeding. <laughs> like it's a breeze and like, like Oh, that's all it is. That's... You just bring the, the baby close and it just happens. That's all there is. Yeah. To it. Oh, definitely not the case. It's no. been, uh, more like obviously supporting her the most now since mm. she's breastfeeding and, you know, 
I'm trying to supplement with some feeds and we're kind of getting a good schedule down. But, um, you know, you, I feel like majority of it is just being the dad is just trying to support the, the mother and, you know, holding the baby when you can and burping her. And we had like a little bit of a scare the first day we got back from the hospital that night, she started vomiting like, uh, like profusely. So like we kind of got freaked out, called the, um, the doctor, she said, Hey, you guys should probably go into the ER and just make sure kind of rule things out. Um, so it ended up being like this two day long process. We were back at the hospital doing all these tests and everything got ruled out. That was, you know, anything serious. So it just ended up being reflux. But now it's like, that's that extra step that you got to layer onto the feeding process. So it's another like 20, 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, keeping her upright, holding her. And at, and at 3 a.m. every night, that can get pretty brutal. <laughs> You're like, and, and you have no sense of time anyway. Like For me, at least, the, the, the minutes feel like hours because <laughs> you're staring at it and you're just yeah. like, oh, my gosh, 15 minutes. It's, it's only been <laughs> five. Like, what? I have another 10 to go. Oh, my gosh. What's been the, the easiest thing so far that maybe was kind of a surprise that you didn't anticipate? There's plenty of hard. A lot of it's yeah. hard. But what's been something that you're like, that's kind of been easier than I expected? First thing that comes to mind would be diaper changing. And going oh. into it, I was like, I'm not doing it. No way. You're doing it. I, For me, like that's first week, got it down, figured it out. And you can, you know, you can kind of knock it out pretty quickly. And it's pretty painless. Diaper slinging. The dad is like the rodeo guy who grabs the pig and like is on top. And is like, and it's like old diaper off, new diaper on, Insert diaper ninja cream. music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then boom, baby's like done. And I love that. It's like you just fully take it on and it's just like cloud of smoke. And now baby is clean and ready to go. The Jackie Chan of diaper changing, huh? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We jump through the window, a very narrow window. We can fly through the window while diaper changing. Well, do you have family nearby? Is this like uh, grandma and grandpa can be there or are you guys kind of leaning on friends? What's that like? No, so we, that's the great part is my parents are probably five minutes down the street. So we're, uh, we got, we got a built in babysitter whenever we need it. And my mom will be the first one to jump to it. So that's makes it, makes it really nice. We're definitely blessed in that department. Dude, when we, so we had Ellis, we lived in LA and the closest family would have been Tennessee or Maryland maybe. And so um, Kirsten's sisters were in school at LMU. So th- maybe had they had graduated, but anyway, they were, they were kind of nearby, uh, but we didn't have that grandparent to lean on. And that was like, that's all we've known. Cause we were just kind of f- traveled a lot and we lived in New York and now we're in Atlanta. And so being around that family was always something I was so jealous of. Um, but you also saw how quickly friends, neighbors, people really rise to the occasion and you get that kind of like redefining of family in the midst of, you know, it's a, it's a very clear expression of that, I guess, which is that idea of like takes a village. I'm not related to these people, but they need my help. So I'm there, you know? Yeah. There's been this awesome kind of neighborly, um, sense of community around, around just having Willa and all of our friends. And I feel like it's just been a nonstop rotation of family, friends and visitors every weekend. So (laughs) be prepared, you know, as for new expecting dads that, uh, you know, at least the first month of, of you know your newborn's life you'll you'll have visitors coming in and in and out every weekend so it's it's definitely like a full-on experience totally <laughs> always hosting too you got to keep the house clean keep it dialed and oh god that's just another job on top of everything else right that's the, you know what that's one of those things that's like it's a blessing and a curse because it's like guys can we just 
you know how busy we are. You know how tired we are. I'm not. I'm not going to worry about the. You know, I got these bags over here. Yeah, if you're going to come to my place, it just is what it is. Like the the living area, you know, it's a little bit smaller. So if there's a few things out of place, it's like you know, it kind of seems like the whole house is a mess. So it amplifies it. When we lived in Brooklyn, people would say like, "Oh my gosh, how, like how can you do 700 square feet with?" you know, a kid and yourselves and a, and it was like, well, I can stand in one place and clean the entire apartment. It's, I just pivot. I just like rotate around. I can clear everything and then put everything away. But like you said, like if you, uh, you know, if you have some, some toys and they just fall out of a basket, you're like, did someone rob the place? It looks crazy. It has stuff everywhere. How yeah. can I? Oh, two minutes later, it's <laughs> call the cops. Clean. Yeah. Call the cops. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's one thing too. Like you, you start to get really good at doing things with one hand, you know, like you're holding the baby and then you're like making coffee with one hand or going to That's the bathroom with one hand. <laughs> that, I don't know about you. I didn't expect that at all. That wasn't anything yeah. like, like, like to your point earlier, it doesn't matter the you know, the podcast, the, the things you listen to, the things you read, the people, not every, no one's going to be able to give you that full exact your experience handbook. So things happen. And that's a great example of one, which was like, I learned, oh my gosh. I really value products that allow me to have a hand. Like I'm not gonna, you know, like tying my shoes and stuff. It's like, nope, I got some slip on vans. Boom, okay, that making that easier. Uh, You know, coffee mug, I don't have time to twist the top and lock it on, I got one from Stanley. It's got this little like trigger thing. So like I can hold my, cause I've got a kid and it's just those types of things that you're like, this is brilliant. I never expected to have to function this way and look at life so differently. Yeah, I can take some notes from you for sure. I feel like I'm, I'm coming into this podcast, you know, being the, the newbie here. You're I'm, so I'm, fresh and I'm clean. I'm fighting with two hands behind my back with, <laughs> with compared to all these other guys. Only one hand. You're only one hand behind <laughs> one your back. Hand. That's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, that's great. Oh, man. Um, well, how did you, how did you uh, feel when your wife said, you know, we're having a baby, I'm pregnant, was this... You know, I can only speak for myself. There was an element of me that was like, I want to get my career further down the road. I want to make sure, you know, there's these other pieces in place and they just weren't. And I kind of was like, okay, I guess this is, you know, what it is. But if I had had my druthers, I think I would have pushed a little further. Um, But that's the way life goes. So I was curious kind of like when that came up, obviously an entrepreneur, a growing business, um, you know, you got to keep looking slick, you know, all of these things. How do you, what was your reaction to that? Well, it was definitely excitement, but I mean, to your point, your those things do pop into your head. Like, are we ready? Do we, you know, is this something we really want to sign up for? Um, like, do we have our life in order? Do we have our shit together? Basically like, you know, like <laughs> just those things come across your mind, but all in all, it was definitely like, really exciting and in the news just was like life-changing you know it's like one yeah. of those things where you just you know you, it, it was awesome it was we were very pumped like it was also like we weren't trying but we weren't not trying so sure it was, sure open it came right? you were open yeah we were open to it so um and then for me like you know the mom has throughout the whole pregnancy is like very attached carrying the baby developing a bun in the oven you know and the dad for, you know, from my perspective, it's like, you don't really have that emotional connection until you, she comes into the world or he comes in the world and you get to meet her. And it's, that's, for me was when it really sank in is like, we're having the baby, it's the day of, and it's like, it's, she's here. And that was like, whoa, okay, we're, it's, life's changed, you know? <laughs> Yo, you, yes, you, dad. 
it's time to start caring a little bit more about yourself. You're doing a great job keeping those little humans alive, but if your personal hygiene game is slipping, it's okay. The folks at Bird Hair are stepping up to help out. They're offering 15% off all of their products to Attempting Fatherhood listeners using the code BIRDAF. That's B-Y-R-D-A-F. So go ahead, grab some body wash, hair product, or shampoo. It's made in California using super clean and natural ingredients, and every purchase directly supports Attempting Fatherhood. So it's a win-win. Okay, back to the show. Were you in the delivery room? And then you meet her kind of right away, or how did that go? Yeah, I was I was there through the whole deal. So yeah, we, we were very very lucky with like the whole process. It was pretty pretty smooth, and everything went according to plan. So now I like to ask new dads this because of my experience. But um, you know, at the at the very beginning, um, you know, you see this life, you see this this baby, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is real. Like you said, <laughs> you're like, this is really happening, and and here we go. You know, in that moment, did it feel like, because I've talked to dads that were like, my life changed in that moment. My heart was forever melted with this baby. And then others who were kind of like, it was just like, okay, status changed. Like, that was it. I didn't feel anything. I didn't see it. So where are you kind of in that mix? I would say on the former side. So okay, definitely like, as soon as you, like, I was tearing up as soon as she came out, you know, and just like seeing that you know, bond between mother daughter was like so special. And then you're just kind of soaking it up and it's like hard to even process too. You know, at the same time, you're just like, Whoa, what's, what's happening. (laughs) It's just the craziest moment you've ever experienced. And you can't even put into words, honestly, it's hard. I like to ask my dads, you know, how they define fatherhood. And usually dads are a little further down the road as far as, you know, what they've experienced and and that kind of thing. But I guess my question would be the same to you, your perspective. You're so, you're so fresh. Like we said, you're so fresh, so new, so clean. So it's, you know, for me right now, I feel like it's this ever changing, you know, definition day by day. It's changing for me, but get ready to be this role model for your your daughter and and you know i think but the bigger thing for me is really just kind of it's it's this act of selflessness that you got to really like embrace you know like i feel like i've been trained Mm, my whole life being surfing professionally like you're all about yourself it's you you got to win or the other guy wins you know you got to take the heat or whatever maybe it's a competitive or it's being an entrepreneur you know i've I've kind of had this mentality where it's almost like, um, you know, admittedly, it's like this kind of uh, you, you win, someone else loses kind of what is that uh, zero sum game, is, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of that approach. So I think, you know, that's one thing where it's like changing that it's like this definitely like this huge paradigm sh- paradigm shift where it's like you got to, you know, become this selfless person and, and realize kind of stick it to take a step back that there's something bigger here than than just yourself. Have you had a moment where you're just like, kind of like, I can't, but like, uh, like feeling broken about your selfishness, you know, like where you see it like right in your face. I certainly had a lot of those of just feeling like it's done. I like, what about me? What about me? You know, I felt, I've certainly felt those. I don't know if, if you've had anything like that yet. I mean, really it's like test of patience for sure. You know, like just everything is just like, oh my gosh, this is driving me to the wit's end or whatever it may be. So I think that obviously kind of the selfishness does come out there, but, um, 
you know, I'm still early days in this. So, you know, haven't really had too many experiences where it's like I'm at my breaking point yet. But, um, you know, we'll see. Maybe we can talk in a few months and I'll, I'll be able to tell you. <laughs> Dude, at this point, we could talk tomorrow and you'd have a whole different set of, of yeah. uh, thoughts and, and whatever. Did you get any advice? People found out you're going to be a dad and like, all right, here's the thing. You know, like at a wedding, there's always the guy that's like, you're never right. You know, or like, yes, dear, that's all you need to say. You know, it's like, that's the advice you're supposed to take. Did anybody give you anything like that? I think everyone kind of tells you, hey, like, you know, this is, it's a life changing experience and you kind of hear that, hear that constantly, but you don't really feel it until you go through it, you know? Um, and now you're like, wow, this is life changing, you know? Um, but I think, you know, I've had like a great role model through my dad and I feel like the reason of who I am today is we all due to him and, um, so I, I owe that a lot to him and, and just setting that kind of example of being a father. So um, I definitely think he's he's definitely my number one cheerleader and advice giver for sure. <laughs> I love that. What uh, what was so great about kind of the way he dadded? Yeah, my, I mean, my parents were, were I mean, I had the great greatest upbringing and, um, you know, my parents were always the ones where my friends were like, oh, my gosh, you have like the best parents ever. Their dad's so rad. They're just like us, you know, like, so I've always been like, you know, always like had friends always get saying that type of feedback and being like your best friend is probably something that is my biggest takeaway that, you know, like you can always be there for your kid no matter what, or just being like their biggest supporter, um, you know, whenever, whatever they want to do, whatever they're passionate about, whatever they love or something that I've kind of picked up from my dad over the course of you know the last 30 years and something I'll take with me forever is there a time that you can think of like you know that comes to mind like a conversation in the garage or uh you know you guys are in the car and and you talk about something is there kind of a moment that really stands out in that kind of him dadding either as a best friend or you know kind of like laying down the law or you know kind of a moment that you can think of when you think of dad one one time that was pretty intense where he was i think it was i don't know i was probably like 10 or 11 where i think i bad mouthed my mom and and he just picked me up and just laid into me and it was it was pretty pretty intense i definitely i like remember it to this day how intense it was but Definitely never bad bath my mom again. Um, <laughs> the righteous yeah. anger of the male cub comes yes. through, right? Yes. <laughs> exactly. You know, you're thinking, all right, I'm going to be a dad. This happens. And all of a sudden, are you somebody who's got anxiety about how's this going to go? Um, any fears, dad-wise, kind of going into into this? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like you kind of fear a lot and a lot of things race through your mind, you know, like financial. I think for me, like the biggest thing is like just making sure that I can be a good dad, you know, like <laughs> just. What would that look like? What would you have to get to to the point of like checking the box to say, I did it, you know, I was a good dad. Yeah. What does that look like? If obviously they've been, raised well and i think that's just giving him as much love as you can and um being there for him being able to provide him everything that you, you can to set them up for success and um obviously there's going to be some crying in between and some some downfalls but <laughs> as long as they're happy and, and loved i feel like they're that's that's the ultimate win right something that was so interesting for me when ellis was born you know people said like okay having a having a baby changes your life having a kid changes your life 
I would actually say yes, of course, but having a girl really changed my life in a lot of ways. I mean, it brought a new perspective on stuff like like wage inequality, you know, like all of a sudden it was like, I'm a, I'm a white middle-class man. I've never really thought about wage inequality. And then you, of course I know what it is, but now all of a sudden it's like, I'm fighting for my daughter. You know, you start looking at like, like, like movies that have a girl lead or that have, you know, that the idea of representation isn't just racial representation matters on socioeconomic and, uh, you know, kind of philosophy and different backgrounds and all this. So, you know, watching a movie that there's like a strong female lead, I'm like, yeah, yeah, watch this, watch this. You know, you, you can see, look, you can be powerful like her. So for me, and maybe this obviously, you know, didn't happen really for, I don't know, eight months, a year, until I started recognizing and seeing things through the eyes of a woman. And that really shifted a lot of stuff from music to movies to, um, you know, just kind of like social norms all of a sudden mattered in a way that they hadn't really mattered before to me. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I can see how, I mean, just you're starting to see things through a different lens, you know, and, and thinking that's it, almost back to the selflessness point. It's like, you're thinking about your, your kids and um, th- their future. One of the things I like talking about with new dads too, is like, you know, everybody's like, dad, Bradley, you're going to be a great dad. You love kids. You're so fun. You're going to, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, yes, most of my friends had already had kids. I was late, quote unquote, late because I lived in L.A. and I was 30, uh, which is like practically dying if, if you're in the South and you haven't had a kid yet. It's retirement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you're a dinosaur. Um, you're a dinosaur. You're done. And people are, you'd be a great dad, be a great dad. And then at the beginning, I was like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. And I meet Ellie. And she was Ellie at the time. Now she's Ellis. That's a whole other story. Her name's Ellison. So she kind of gets to choose what she wants to go by. But anyway, met Ellie and was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And then within like that first month, so, you know, you're five weeks in, like that first month or so, I was like, what have we done? My schedule is a wreck. My sleep is a wreck. I, I feel like I'm worthless. All I'm doing is like I'm being a caretaker for this little thing in the other room. And I told my wife, I feel like this isn't what it was supposed to be. I had expectations and this is not them at all. Like, when do I get to sit down and and talk to her about, you know, being kind and caring for the world? Is that next week? When does that, you know? And other people were like, oh my gosh, I instantly connected with my baby right as they came out of the womb and they're my everything and they're my... And so then I, I felt, I guess I'm broken. I guess I was wrong in the way that I, I thought I was gonna be a good dad too, but I guess I'm not. And, and there was this unconscious kind of shame that I felt um, because I didn't have, you know, the Instagram dad essentially, kind of that, uh, that feeling of, of everything is every moment and she's all of it. So that's, you know, that's another reason that I even started this podcast too, was like to bring light to that concept that like, it's okay if you, you aren't head over heels in love at the very beginning because it's hard. It's not everyone's wiring, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I feel like I could really relate to the, uh, like, did we make a mistake? Like, I think yeah. I, I probably, those words did come out of my mouth. I think it was like night two or night three. <laughs> yeah. I, and, <laughs> I, was like, you know, I think I, I think quote unquote, it said, we're definitely not having a second. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that is, <clears throat> it's so funny. So when we finalized our adoption, Loic was, Loic was day two and, and, you know, pretty quickly we had to move out of New York cause it was, it was in March, right. As everything was going on with Corona and, you know, like 
maybe he was like two months old and my dad was kind of like, so are you thinking of another? I was like, that's like going up to someone who's clearly struggling through a marathon and right as they cross the finish line being like, would you like to sign up for another marathon? No, no. (laughs) Give me some food. Give me a jacket and let me sit down for a little bit. I'm not saying no, never. But right now, this is not the time to talk about this. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, here's your sign-up form. Let's let's go back out there. Let's do no, it. No, if it has, to, if, if I can only sign up now, I'm not signing up. I'm just telling you that it's a bad place to be for someone asking. So I totally get that. And you know, for me too, it was that selfishness. I didn't even realize how selfish I was because, you know, I I was 30, and so I had plenty of years. You know, a lot of my friends were mid 20s when they had kids, and so there there wasn't quite that individual nature that they had developed and grown in the same way that I had. And so it was like, whoa, all of a sudden it was like, yeah, there were, there were so many dads that at the end of that, I started talking to other dads like yourself and they were like, oh yeah, I felt the same way. And I was like, well, why didn't you tell me that? How come nobody, (laughs) I felt so bad for months. Why didn't anybody tell me ahead of time? That's okay. I feel like the definition for too much becomes very different once you're a parent, right? (laughs) Oh, that's a great line right there. Yeah. Back to the videos that you're watching. You know, when you're when your wife's pregnant, you're getting ready. You're you're you know a month out or a few weeks out. Um, you're watching, it and like every disclaimer is like, if you feel frustrated or you've lost your patience, set the baby down, walk away, do not shake the baby. And I'm like, I would never ever ever cross my mind, never think of that. And now like. I'll admit, I'll admit it. I, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> you yes. get to that point where you're like, okay, I do need to put the baby out and, and take a breather. <laughs> yes, totally. And, and I, I lost it. We were at my parents' place. We were there for like six weeks or so. We had Loic, Ellis. Now Ellis is eight. So there was like a seven year gap. I forgot about bottles, you know, like I forgot about all these things. That's, that is the benefit to people having kids so close is like, you just kind of get all the hard stuff done at once. But Mm -hmm. we had this big gap and all of a sudden it was like, oh yeah, there's, I remember there wasn't much sleeping, but I forgot there were all these things. And so there's all these issues and I just, I broke. And I, I said, I excused myself. Uh, Everybody's downstairs watching a movie. And I was like, I need to go upstairs for a little bit. You're going to hear some screaming. It's going to be okay. Everything's fine, but just a heads up. So I go upstairs. I walk across the balcony. I go into the playroom where my parent at my parents' place, and I take a, a giant pillow and I just start smashing this twin bed, screaming at the top of my lungs, like. <laughs> I mean, to the point that my voice—I lost my voice. It was like I was totally hoarse. I was smashing this thing. I pulled a muscle in my back. It was like I had just unleashed stuff that I was just holding inside. And I came out and it was like record scratch. Like, you know, the guy that walks in the saloon, it's like, and everyone's looking up at me like, awkward moment, bro, is everything okay? My daughter is like, you know, hiding. Yeah, she's hiding in my, my, my wife's arms and you know, holding the baby like, is dad okay? Is everything okay? And I was like, it's fine, guys. It's just, I was going to break. I had to do something about it. And I think that's another thing that no one told me is just like the mental health side of things, uh, of being a dad on those early stages. And our, and our partners, our wives are dealing with so much as well. That's a whole nother thing that they're dealing with. But as a dad, there's so much that goes on during that time, you're faced with selfishness, you're faced with the change of your schedule and your life and your emails, and you're running a business. 
in the middle of all this. So how has that happened? Like the marriage of that? Oh, it's been tricky for sure. I feel like, you know, with my business and, and everything at Bird, I've, I've, you know, I don't know if it's been intentional or what, but I've kind of set it up to where I obviously need to be in the day to day. So I haven't really had a chance to really take a break. And, and, you know, even though I've been pretty much working from home, like this last week is the first week back in the office for me, but obviously I've been working, taking phone calls, emails from home and stuff. So it's definitely been that juggle, you know, um, you definitely start to feel like the glue is coming apart a little bit, but, um, at the same time, like, you know, it's just life's a juggle. Things are always a juggle. So I've, I've, definitely had this crazy balancing act for sure with just trying to keep things in motion. And we have a lot, a lot of irons in the fire right now too. So it's like this perfect storm and organized chaos, but um, you know, somehow you just got to take it step by step and just take a deep breath, you know, go, go uh, swing some pillows on a twin bed. <laughs> what do you do for mental health? Are you like, uh, let's go running. Let me sit and meditate. Let me go get some food, be around people. What's, what's your, what's your thing? I think, yeah, taking some breaks, going and like, you know, this is actually, you're, you're one of the first, you know, aside from visitors, you're one of the first humans, adult humans I've had, <laughs> you know, I've been talking to. So it's, it's nice. It's definitely a breath of fresh air, but, um, definitely working out exercise. Like I've, I've uh, we have a Peloton, so I've been on that and that's like a nice little 30 minute break just to like go, you know, give it your all and pull off some steam um surf i've i got in the water this last week waves have been pretty good so that's always been like my my kind of uh safe house you know my haven so that's yeah. nice to just go clear the head so those are kind of like the top top three right there yeah there's not a whole lot of time left for anything else you get exactly. even one of those is like a great yeah. amazing way to go to yeah. you you talked about the word too much really changes when you when you're a parent like that level i think the same with just like a mental break or just like getting away, you know, like a date night used to, you know, I used to think like, oh, like as I get older and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still dating my wife and like, we'll take a helicopter to Saint Tropez and we'll go. And, <laughs> and then it was like, we're going to get a coffee for 15 minutes by ourselves and no one around. And I'm good for two weeks. Like that's yeah. all I needed. I just needed a moment to connect, to sit with my wife, to be quiet, to talk about us. And then we're good. And it's just like those levels switch so much when you start adding in kids, marriage, business, all those other things in there. And I've never been like an organized, structured person. So like, I feel like now I'm having to kind of bring that structure and organization into place. And I'm learning at the same time too, as, uh, along with having a crash course, course of being a parent. <laughs> yes, totally. You know, the good news is that like, I've realized this too, you, you grow with your baby growing. You know, it's like, that's why we don't have 15 year olds that come yeah. out. <laughs> it's a zero. You're at zero as a dad. They're at zero as a human. And you can both do this together. And that's good. Yeah, no, you're, that's a great point. I should actually take that advice right there. You're at zero. They're at zero. There's no competition. You know, there's no, you know, there's no comparison. I feel like man, moms have it so hard with social media and Instagram and, and, you know, the idea of like the perfect mom is the perfectly coiffed hair and, you know, the, the Birkin bag and the whatever, and, you know, holding baby. And you're just like, that is such bull crap. Like leave that alone because that is not fair. And I think for guys, it's not quite as much. I don't see that as much on Instagram where it's like, 
you know, new baby, uh, closed three deals today and spent two hours at the gym crushing yeah. life, you know, it's not really the thing. So I, I feel grateful as a guy, but man, for, for our, our spouses, our partners, our, our wives, it is, that's tough. That's a tough spot to be in. Yeah. So no, like I you just, said, it's about support right now. Yeah. Kim just joined this, um, mommy and me class. So she's been going to that and it's, She's her take on it. She's saying it's a little kumbaya, but um, she's definitely making some good connections. And, you know, she's like, I thought I sucked until I actually went to this class and realized that I'm actually doing things right and killing it. So, yes, it kind of gives you a good perspective on things and just kind of join in those little networks. And that is so vital that that thing. And that's really why I started the podcast, too, which was the same thing that like as dads, we really silo ourselves into our own kind of world and feel like this is my experience and it's unique and it sucks because of this or it's great because of this. And then when yeah. you open that up and you start, you know, hearing from other dads, whether it's over beers or a podcast or a book or whatever, and you realize, oh, I guess I'm not so weird after all. I thought I had really messed this one up <laughs> or I thought <laughs> I was yeah. way off in this. And it turns out, yeah, I'm way off, but so is that guy. So I feel yeah. okay with that. You know, we're both yeah. really messing up. So that's good. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not the world of Instagram is, you know, what it makes it out to be. So go talk with you and, and hear from other dads or or, um, you know, just getting perspective on those types of situations and what you're going through. It's that's key to life. I feel like I don't want to take up too much of your time as we're as we're coming up on our mark here. But um, first off, I just have to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support of the show for Bird. Uh, loving on all these dads and, you know, and, and being, uh, you know, a product that is made so well and, and that we personally love. Um, it's so funny because I sent first season, I sent all my dads. I don't know if I told you this, but one of the dads, uh, I sent them product from you guys um, that you guys had sent us, which was awesome. And, uh, and one of the dads was like, oh, this, this uh, charcoal bar smells really good. And he and his daughter is just like sitting at the table coloring and he took this video, he was going to send it to me, and she just said, it smells like freedom. <laughs> he was like, freedom. Uh, okay, I don't know what freedom smells like, but this charcoal bar smells like freedom. My dad was like, hey, so I got some bird product. And he's like, you know, this face stuff's amazing. You just use a little bit. And it's like, yeah, dad, you're a little behind, but I love that you're catching up. And this is, wow, my face feels so good. And I'm like, yeah, it should feel good. Thank you for being a supporter of the show. No, are you kidding me? We we're I was so honored just when you came to me as to be a sponsor. I wouldn't even call it a sponsorship. It's more of a relationship with yeah, totally. with you and you you know, you you've been a flock member as we call it. So yeah. we're uh we're stoked to be a part of this and hearing that stuff definitely kind of makes the world go around for me. What what kind of dad advice can you give uh other dads out there who are who are in the same spot as you? Embrace patience. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's good. I, mean, I feel like two, I opened a fortune words. cookie. Yeah. <laughs> two words. I mean, um, I'm still learning, right? So I, uh, I'll have more to share on that. But I feel like that's been the biggest testament for me is just patience and like learning it and, um, you know, putting yourself aside and, and being responsible for this new little life. So it definitely is a testament of your patience and draws you to your wit's end. But I feel like, you know, if you just find some way, shape or form to kind of embrace that and, and just realize that it's only momentarily happening and, and it's going to, you're going to, you know, whatever issue or thing that you're dealing with, you're going to get through and it's, um, 
going to be all good, then I feel like that's kind of that advice I would give at this point, you know? Yeah. No, that's great. And I think what's so uh, important about that too, is the idea of embrace patience and be patient with yourself, right? As the dad who's growing, who's going to get it wrong, who's going to make mistakes, be patient with your own growth. You're at zero, your baby's at zero. It's going to take time. Raise, raise your hand and ask, ask questions, ask for help. Don't be afraid. Yeah. I feel like you need an attempting fatherhood hotline, you know, text this <laughs> line for help on the go. <laughs> oh, that's so good. The only problem, my phone would just blow up continually. I, I need, yeah. we need uh, more brads in the world. We need to, that's right. How do we do it? Anyway, you're doing I'm re- it. I'm reporting to you live from the, the from the nursery. So I can tell. Yeah. I, I kind of <laughs> figured. You can't tell by the, uh, the all the the kids' books right there and everything. It's, but it's such a beautiful nursery. Um, that, it's the most that looks quiet like, place in the house right now. Is that the chair that you uh, either nurse the, or give a bottle? This is the nursing chair. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent recognize that. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's super comfortable. I love it those is. chairs. Yeah. It's it's a good it's a good podcast chair. I might have to continue this. Yeah, the the wings on the side. It's very stately yeah. without being too much. It's not too yes. much. Yes, yes. That's good. It. Well, dude, I'll let you get back to it, whatever that is. 30 minutes on the Peloton or taking a breath or changing a diaper uh, like nin- Jackie Chan ninja style. Um, but thank you, Chase Wilson, for attempting fatherhood. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Attempting Fatherhood. My whole hope with this is that we build a community that encourages dads and that brings new information to the table and and gets you excited about living your life, doing what you're doing. If you have felt that way, please make sure you rate us on Spotify, on Apple. Just rate us. Give us some stars, hopefully five. And make sure you share this. That's equally important. It's a great way to build community, to share this information with other dads. You know, start a text chain, whatever. That helps us. That helps you. We grow this community and all that. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Attempting Fatherhood. Again, thank you so much. And have a great day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.